0: football is around the corner and we are ramping it up over here on the ringer nfl feed in the month of august every week ben solak and i will be bringing you not one but two extra point takens that's right double the trouble as we predict debate and analyze our way through camp and the preseason every monday and friday but that is not all steven ruiz and i will be coming to you every wednesday we'll talk about everything in the world of the nfl and who knows maybe steven will even have something nice to say about your favorite squad Though, frankly, I wouldn't count on it. Subscribe to The Ringer NFL Show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow The Ringer NFL on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, at Ringer NFL.
1: This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the
2: Bagel with Tom.
1: Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling
0: yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's, huzzah, a toast to breakfast. Peter Shout out, Zach, I The Majesty.
3: Oh my goodness. It's professional wrestling. of
2: 24 seconds. Champions A thousand percent.
1: Confirmed. Not, not mage. Stay mage and enjoy yourself.
2: M mut 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 mut
3: i I like delicious chicken it was repot it was repot it's professional professional. Wrestling. wrestling
1: wrestling ladies and gentlemen the world's number one sports and recreation podcast is back on this tuesday august 8th joining you from new york city i'm your forever 24 7 champion peter rosenberg I'm going to move quickly through our intros. We have a lot to get to today. Joining us uh, in the the home of WrestleMania 40, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, in his new estate, as announced in Variety, aka at Stack Guy Greg, uh, Stack Guy Greg on Instagram, SGG joins us from his newly right. set up office, which looks remarkably like your old
3: office. Yeah, I mean, I, I updated it oh, slightly. I didn't want to change too much. The people got used to new me. wall what I did color. Do was- yeah, updated the wall color. I, I display in the belt more prominently. I have some books so people can know that I do a little bit of, of reading, mostly uh, wrestling books behind me. But um, I well, also that, updated the security system. By- I was told that this is well, the latest and greatest tech in security. So it got me one you, of these. Oh,
1: the, 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 <laughs> by the way, that chair, let me tell you something about the chair that was used in the Montgomery, Alabama uh, fight. It was not a WWE chair. <laughs> no, no, it was not. That was no. like, you know what's funny? People think the WWE chairs are fake. The The chair in that thing was fake. <laughs> People were just taking headshots and they continued to walk. Like, I promise yeah. you right now, if Sorry. that had been a WWE headshot, no one's Bonnie's continuing to, Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Bodies laid out crazy. Everywhere.
1: Actually, everyone should be grateful that those were like plastic chairs because if they were the WWE chairs, good night and good luck. Um, yeah, that yacht chair, doesn't, that doesn't do the job. That's what they should. Actually, you know what? That should, maybe that's, I mean, that's what they should have at ringside. Then you could have headshots in WWE again. Uh, also joining us from Los Angeles, he's without a car, he's without a suit, he's without a sweater. It's 36 to 35, Dipperstein.
2: Yeah, my, my car, uh, there's something, something happened in my car yesterday and I had to have it towed. Uh, oh my goodness. Can you imagine me scrambling to figure out what to do with the with the with a with a delinquent vehicle?
3: I imagine oh. there was no I scramble. Don't even know I think you, called you got, I feel truck. like you got I'm on the impressed. phone right away.
2: Yeah. Is that a was that a um triple A situation? I was uh Land Rover Roadside Assistance. Oh. Some of the great road assisting I've ever experienced. Really? Yeah. Very pleased well, with dip, the I, service.
1: I I dip, I have a bit of good news for you. Yeah. And and that is that Natalie and I discovered uh, a very, very mage restaurant in the neighborhood. Wow. Kind of a game-changing situation. An Italian place on Amsterdam called Tessa. And it was fantastic. Wow. Everything was mage. Everything was mage. Not an Italian place with tremendous pasta, but dig this an awesome steak frite with amazing french fries as well plus what? desserts that were mwah! oh yeah it's i'll it, tell you right now for the rosenbergs this was a game changing moment every
2: bite we had we were going oh boy oh you you boy. Guys, you guys really eat you, you 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 go out you eat you you order desserts that, you uh, know this so. being it's being filmed every time it's a, it's a big oh. production every time you eat food it's the only thing that we do. Is uh, we that don't, Tesla that's with only... one
3: S or two? I'm I'm trying to get my notes straight. For this. Gl- it's I'm Tesla with three asked. S's.
1: Yeah, I'm oh. glad you asked.
3: <laughs> the extra S's was delicious. <laughs> apparently.
1: That's right. It was. Uh, it was really, really good. Um, also, uh, big shout out to every uh, everyone I ran into in Detroit. Ran into a few uh, peckerheads. Um, wasn't able to pull together any sort of, you know. Uh, peckerhead event that seemed like a bit um like that would have been a bit challenging but saw some great people some of the greats and near greats and uh had a great time in detroit i'll tell you guys something a little something about downtown detroit a little rough and i don't mean rough like scary i just mean like it's not going great it's, whatever's happening there is not great. The situ- the there's not the situation there's nothing is- going on it is the situation is, as Saif told me on one app this week or no, maybe this this was in St. Louis, which is the definition of Detroit Jays. He he went to a Hooters there. Um, and it was the day after he was at that same downtown Hooters, there was a shootout in that Hooters. That's sort of that's the vibe that's not you're what you getting watch. in a lot of downtowns right now. Okay. Downtowns right now in these Midwest cities or like random cities, that the downtowns are not popping. New York doesn't have downtown. It's all
3: downtown. Yeah, it is mostly. But when you go yeah, to like
1: think- Atlanta, Atlanta has like all these awesome places to hang. Not downtown. Downtown ain't it? That's how I feel <laughs> about like- Los
2: Angeles. I know, and Los Angeles yeah. has been
1: trying to get their downtown together for They're for years, dying
2: now. to have downtown be a thing. It's not. They a have thing. a. They have a cool. T- a DTLA. It's still not a thing <laughs> in your opinion. <laughs> they've they've put in ASOP. They they've put in Aesops. They've put in Sephora's. They've put in other gimmick stores. I'm telling you right now, it's never going to be a thing. So we
1: have an immense amount of things to get to between SummerSlam, Raw last night, uh, the, the the Adam Cole and, and, and MJF. I have about 700 Miss Hatton heel turn emails. And SGG, we got to start with what's going on outside the ring. Let's burn through these because there's a lot of things that happened yeah. outside the ring.
3: A lot going on outside of the ring, so I'll start first with the uh, WWE has reportedly signed Brian Pillman Jr. Um, if you notice, he's been absolutely on your TV screens on a uh, AW Dynamite and Rampage and Collision and the the various shows they have. It's because he's uh, reportedly being signed by the WWE and is supposed to be at tonight's NXT tapings. No word if he's actually going to be on screen or if he's just backstage to to get reacquainted with things, but that is what's out there in terms of uh, new signings for WWE. And it's also being reported that Kyrie Sane and Nia Jax are returning to WWE. Um, Nia Jax and Charlotte well, have I did been posting not, a I lot did not together. Hear. Yeah, that that's wow, that's the okay. word. I didn't know that. That is the word. Uh, Nia Jax and Charlotte have you been, know, report, have been uh, posting together a lot on social media. That's fueling some speculation. And Kyrie Sane has stated that she's going to take a leave of absence from wrestling uh, in Japan starting in September, which led a lot of people to believe. And it was also reported by uh, Meltzer that she was back with WWE. So this leave of absence, along with the timing of that report, is fueling speculation that she's going to be back in WWE sooner rather than later. Dip, you had something you want to say about this? I love Nia Jax. I'm excited about Nia Jax. That, that's exciting to me.
2: I and she's she's a great guy, so that, you know even, Defi- even she's a definish. We we love uh, Nia Jax. the the biggest bear fan in the in the in the world of wrestling is Nia Jax. That's true. Although, um, although
1: he has he hasn't heard word once since she left the company, which is unfortunate.
2: Oh boy, you think you know people in this town? You think you know people in the town? Um, I gotta tell you, I think Brian Pillman Junior is a good sign. I know that there was a lot of chatter about him not being, you know there's a lot of typing going on. I can hear just Sorry, can incessant hear no, typing of the highest level. Don't worry. You can not <laughs> hear it on the podcast. Go ahead. Um I think Brian Pillman Jr is a good uh is a good sign, you know. I think, you know, ultimately he's uh, a legacy guy. I don't I think there was a lot of speculation that he wasn't a great worker in AEW and that he was, you know, not 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 up to up to par in ring. Um but uh, who cares? <laughs> Who
1: cares? You know, I would say you know, I would say I would say that's why you that's why going to n x t is the perfect place because they'll take someone who has potential and a name and a look and there's something to Brian Pillman. I do think there's something there confirmed, and they'll find out whether there's in fact some there there.
2: I think there's something there i, I tend to think the same thing,
3: so uh, lachaim to uh Brian Pillman, jr he has no idea what you're saying keep going should <laughs> yeah we we will see uh. Now, we talked about returns a little bit. Let's talk about who's out. Ronda Rousey appears to be done with WWE. She had that MMA you know, well, match think you know people. at SummerSlam against Shayna Baszler uh, that I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit later. But after the match, she posted on social media, Shayna, you were the reason I got into this business. Now, I got no reason to stay. Which, of course, has fueled the rumors that that was her last match. And that she's done with WWE, um, adding to the speculation with Shayna's comment on Raw that she ran Ronda out of WWE. So this could be this could have been uh, the final nail in the coffin for uh, Ronda Rousey's WWE career.
1: Let me let me uh, I'd like to speak on behalf of my friend Dipperstein right now. I'm going to I don't know what he's actually going to say, but I'll say what he wants to say. Ready? Bye bye. <laughs> That's
3: <laughs> bye bye. From the sounds am of I it, dip? it's, it's I, like you're I speaking lying? on behalf of the WWE you, universe. <laughs> That's what they said uh, yesterday.
1: Well, listen, if it's a, if it's really her, if it's really her leaving, uh, yeah, I, I think she'd probably have a, a, some resentment there because she was basically completely on top, like incessantly so, whether the people wanted it or not. And then uh, you, I, I've said on this podcast, I think we all kind of agreed. It was cool that recently she sort of faded to the middle of the card. It was kind of working her way as a normal like talent. Yeah. And we were like, "Oh, let's uh let's see. Maybe she'll like build her way back up and people will now finally really be into her." So, if in fact she did that and then had one match and then left, yeah, I could have I could see a world in which she's not leaving on the best you, of terms with
2: Here's things. what I have always said about about her run and about her time at the company. Her move set, the way she wrestled, her style is not something that we've seen. You you saw it a little bit with Sonia Deville at the beginning. She was doing a lot of MMA sort of moves in the ring. But other than that, you never really saw anybody wrestle like you did Ronda Rousey. And so the arm bars and the throws and all those things, you know, how how much different is that, you know, than what Brock Lesnar does and when he goes out there. So I have no issue with what her moveset was and what her in-ring work looked like or whatever. It was everything else that sort of didn't complete the package for me. It started with that leather jacket. Then it was the, the walk down the ring with that strut thing that never made any sense that was bizarre and awkward. Then it was the, the, just sort of the, the, the lack of in-ring uh, compelling things that she said in the middle of the ring and in the interviews, and she just had no real media training and never really seemed to want to make an effort to do it unless she just did and, and it never happened. But, you know, if she were to have sounded genuine on that mic you know, if we were to, uh, you know, be able to buy what she was selling, she could have been one of the I all agree. time greats.
1: I, I think her wrestling was good enough that if we'd cared about the character, she really could have been super impactful. But I she think she was
2: nervous and she didn't make an effort to to learn how to really get it done. Yeah, as
1: it were, if this was the end, while I'm sure Sug she she'll be lauded and she'll become a Hall of Famer because of how much she did and blah, blah, blah. If we're being fully honest, though, if this is the end and she never goes on that run where we care about the character, I, I would view the run as disappointing. I would. I would think yeah. it could have been
3: much, much more. Unquestionably. I agree with Dip. It, it never really clicked. Um, I wish Dip didn't hold back so much there and just told us how you really feel, but <laughs> I agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought,
1: I thought, by me giving the bub bye, it was. Good. I was like, I was like easing it so he wouldn't have to say anymore. But I then think he it was said, very no, no. fair.
2: I think what I my
3: assessment of it is very fair. Oh, I, I absolutely. No, I don't, yeah, we, I don't listen, think anyone would argue that. No pushback here. You're getting no pushback from here. Um, and then finally, the. I, by, by the way, bug I, I,
1: I did always think she was cool. I did always think she was cool when I saw her around. She always acted, you know, pretty normal and cool, and like she cared but you did not feel that in the ring at all. So like, this isn't a personal uh, yeah, thing just, with Ronda. It's just, it just the thing translate. about it not connecting in the right. ring and on the mic. It just yep.
3: didn't translate. And I think that's the, when we get into the SummerSlam match, I think that's one of the best ways to sum it up is that, cause we, we watch MMA, you know, it can be cool. It can be a lot of fun. It can be exciting, it's, but it just didn't translate to to what WWE does. Um, on saturday but um nope finally the injuries seem to be plaguing wwe right now um within the past few weeks you have Liv morgan who seems to have re-injured her shoulder and she's gonna be out for a little while Mm. um kevin owens suffered a broken rib he's gonna be out um sonia deville was reported by tmz Mm. she tore her acl this one now she's gonna be out And then Sami Zayn, as we all saw last night, has some—his uh, bursa sack injury, is, he's dealing with that. And who knows how long he's going to be out with that. And then this is the one it's... that that made me shed a tear a little bit. Apparently, Roman Reigns was hurt um, oh. during tribal combat very early on. It's an undisclosed injury. was first reported by Dave Meltzer over at our Wrestling Observer Newsletter. And Roman Reigns— could be out um now he granted he did work through the match (laughs) won the match so maybe the injury is not so bad that it's going to keep him from um doing he needs to do storyline wise but it's reported that even our tribal chief is suffering from an injury right now oh no
1: Um, uh now i assume that will mean sgg that while he may not be able to wrestle. He will still be on television. Like, they're not going to give up. I assume this is just a little. I mean, obviously, we don't know. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll find out this is something really serious. But I'm assuming this is something that if he was able to work through it, he'll be able to continue to work. And we may just not get
3: him on in a match for a while. Is that what, is that what we're going with? I think so. I hope so, um, quite honestly. Because let's let's be honest. While the title has been, I think, essential to the story, Title defenses and being out there um, defending the champion and taking on all comers and being a fighting champion has not been so essential to the story. So there is a world where he could hold on to the title and make appearances that don't require him um, to defend it while he heals from whatever whatever he's dealing with. Because let's face it, at WrestleMania, um, not this past WrestleMania, but the WrestleMania, I believe it was 38, he beat Brock Lesnar with a hurt shoulder and that he still has that title to this day. So it's possible that they just let him work through it um, without doing so much of the in-ring work, but more of the character work that's carried this storyline. Um, so is that it for Outside the Ring, SGG? And yes, that is it for Outside the Ring. But I did want to talk to you about your Make-A-Wish stuff that you or that you are a part of. Uh, I don't know how much you are part of it, but uh, I saw Make-A-Wish and WWE did a post. They put some pictures on .com. You're in a couple of the pictures, so... You know, could you talk to us about that experience? Is it? I mean,
1: I, I I basically told the entire thing in my IG story. There's nothing anything major to tell, um, except for that I I've always been a big fan of Make a Wish. I think it's such a lovely charity, and WWE does such an exceptional job with it. And I joked to my friend Tavia that that you know, uh, it's a shame. I I would love to do Make a Wish, but nobody wants to meet me. Like it's 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 it really just joking around. <laughs> um and she was like what people want to meet you let's go and just kind of brought me with the superstars and i i joined and she was right uh, there were there were a couple of people who were actually excited to meet me lo and behold and I, I i guess i also didn't know what the structure was when they did that like i assumed that each kid is like my dream is to meet so and so and then they go right. meet that person and that's that which i knew it was very unlikely that someone went they were like, hey, Johnny, who do you want to meet? And he goes, my dream is to meet kickoff show host analyst Peter Rosenberg. for and forever so 24-7 champion. I didn't realize, though, forever 24-7 champion. Thank you very much. Thank you. And Johnny, that's a former 24-7 champion to you. And um, what I didn't realize was that while the kids do often get to meet like their Roman Reigns or Bianco Belair, they also, WWE also just gives them a general tour and meet and greet with lots of people. And I didn't like realize that's how it worked. So now I'm definitely going to do this every time. It was such a treat. I just joined the meet and greet and you just walk around and meet these wonderful kids and families and H gets a get to chat with them about the, you know, their interest in WWE, but then also just see how much they're, you know, how excited everyone is to meet the real superstars. Um, And so that was, that was a really cool thing. I mean, listen, you, people can say whatever they want about WWE, the, 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 the things that they do, with children in particular is remarkable and they just do such a fantastic job and so does make a wish so yeah that was really cool um had a lot i had a lot of fun this weekend um you know detroit was interesting because it would did not have the sex appeal of the previous ple's of the last few years but wwe has made a marked change in the way they handle media in general um, I don't feel a part of that. I don't think we feel like much a part of that change because we're sort of in our own world to some extent and I'm in a weird space with working there. But the amount of media now that comes to all of these events, the amount of like media events and live interviews and podcasts, and they've really embraced the fact that there are people who want to cover their product. And it's it's a credit To the people in charge now of publicity and marketing who like understand why don't we make allies out of all these people who are obsessed with our business, even if their (laughs) podcast is not the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, even if it's a, a smaller thing, but people love, they just make these connections with people and they do such an awesome job. When Sam and I first got in guys, it was, I guess it was still the vestiges of yesteryear, but like. I mean, there was no one getting access to anything. You know, and then when we, when you guys first started coming around, there were radio rows, you know, where a few radio stations would get an hour in the morning on WrestleMania Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, like a two or three hours that they'd give to what, like 10 radio stations on I, WrestleMania I, I, Friday. That was I, one of the greatest I would say times even of less my life.
3: The same though dip. Yeah, Dipperstein was
1: in t- yeah, you guys were you got this. Well, this was your guys' first introduction to meeting superstars, period. Yeah. Yeah. So I just actually yesterday stumbled on WrestleMania thirty one. Was that both, was that your first? Yes. Mine was thirty two. Yes. Mine was thirty-two. No, you were there, I think, on thirty. You weren't there? No. I was not. So he wasn't Dip, there. you were there. No, no, no. Dallas was my first. This. So yeah, it was thirty two. SGG, you're sure you weren't it? I'm positive. So wait, was hold on one more question. Was Was dip at one before SGG was? Is that possible timeline wise? It is possible. Oh, you predate SGG? Oh, you predate SGG by a year? I don't remember that. I I, I can't believe I've known either of you that long, to be honest. So, um, (laughs) but yeah, I was listening to our interviews with, you know, Ambrose and Paige and Charlotte. And yeah, it it was a time, but that was all they did. Now, at like any sort of non ultra basic ple they have a media presence and they do the post press conferences and all this other stuff that was just not an option um Mm -hmm. early so kudos to them because they're just getting so much more in engagement from people who care
2: i I agree with everything you just said and wrestling now as great as we love it and it's great for sure (laughs) But as an yeah. adult now, sort of just like being a being a consumer of media and a, and 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 someone who's a little bit more mature and older at this point, uh, WWE feels like some like it feels like it 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 is like woven into the fabric of entertainment more so than it ever has been before. Would you oh, agree yeah. with that?
3: Yeah. Who like think about even like the live event f- aspect of it, right? Who does live events better than WWE? It's like it's WWE. And then it's Beyonce, and everybody else is far behind the pack. After that, right? Like who? Who does well, no, you, what? No, they you can you do? can't
1: skip. You, you can't skip Taylor Swift.
3: Taylor Swift is up there too, and then, but they're in an elite class of people who just do this when it comes to live events, and they they do it right and they do it big. You can't like you can't escape that.
1: I would argue though, it's not. Is it as integrated in entertainment as it was in Prime Attitude Era in terms of the way it's talked about? It, it's weird. It's more mainstream for sure. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely more mainstream. But I don't know if it's as, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, there's a cultural je ne sais quoi to the Attitude Era of the way it was hitting that was different, though. I don't think we can rewrite that part.
2: That was It was hitting different with a certain group of, of people. And that was Teenage Boys um, at right. the time. You know, now, now you have – be – you know, it's a family event. It's Disneyland. Exactly. It's like going yep. to Disneyland as opposed to going to, you know, not Times Square
3: in the 70s or something. <laughs> something wild. But I was going to say, too, like even with the 80s, right? If you compare yep. the Attitude Era to the 80s, it looks completely different, but it also was – a cultural phenomenon for what the culture was at the time. I think for what like it is to be huge and mainstream and like interwoven into the fabric of the culture of today, WWE is 100% a part of that. It just looks completely different than it did in the nineties, early two thousands, which also looks completely different than it did in the eighties when it was Hogan on uh, you know, sports illustrated and, And the magazine that had to let you know what time a tv show was even coming on um you know and going to snl like it looks completely different but wwe 100 is evolving with the times and is right now for sure at the top of what is happening at the top tier i should say of what is happening in entertainment along with like the major sports leagues and the major entertainment presences
1: they absolutely i know I, I agree with that i i i do agree with that it's 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 definitely evolving with the times is a good way of putting it and it's going to be interesting to see how that continues to evolve over the next 10 years which by the way in some ways will be mage and i just want to warn you right now in some ways will be repug. it's just the nature of the beast
3: yeah anytime is society, that society rises is and falls a, and <laughs> a fall is coming <laughs>
1: Well, not only that, but also anything that you have that's a niche product that you love and is specific to like your interest as it blows up and becomes more and more commercially viable. There's always things that make that hard for the hardcore fans. That that is, you know what I mean. That that's I just sort of. I think WWE the has movies. gone
3: through that period, though. Um, I think they have. I think the the like the Cena era and like the PG era and that that time that we sort of look back on fondly now, but at the time was just like bemoaning like like that ruthless aggression era. I think they did go through that period of trying to be more mainstream and and people just being like, oh, what is this? That's why the pipe bomb was so refreshing, because it felt like it was taking us back to an era where like it felt real and people were saying what they wanted and doing what they wanted, but then they didn't stick with the... I should say punk left shortly after that, so it didn't. they didn't really get the fruits of that labor. But I think they have gone through a long period of that feeling like they're getting too mainstream and it's getting away from what
1: uh, fans love. Well, no, yeah, I agree. I'm just saying it could even be more like, we don't know what the next 10 years and new deals will bring, et cetera. There's just, there's no way of knowing.
0: This episode is brought to you by eBay motors, passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
2: SummerSlam overall thoughts. Dipperstein, you texted me afterwards and said you were very pleased. I thought it was a very entertaining show. A lot of these big shows now they're delivering on. You know, the wrestling is better. They're you know, the the uh, you know, the idea of um you know, the Jimmy and Jay thing, you know, playing out the way it did, even though I predicted it, thank you very much. Um, I just thought it was an entertaining it was a it was a great way to end the 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 you know, the the P L E and a great way to progress the story. And it leads up, you know, it's you're you're giving the fans what they want by by having Jimmy turn on Jay. We wanted to see yeah. that. Didn't we yeah. did we not? I mean Jay we wanted did to see we it. did. I, I have I I have mixed feelings about how
1: it happened. <clears throat> well, yeah, um, of course, they could always do it better. It wasn't a great thing it was a, if, it the ended, idea up, it's ended great. up it ended up feeling a little bit rushed like after a story that's moved recently, we've talked about this. It's a story that's moved like inch by inch, and then all of a sudden, in like one fell swoop, they're like, and let's move three steps. you know what i mean that that's uh, that's sort of how I felt. like I kind of felt like guys, Roman could have easily won the match without that exact thing playing out, but the seeds could have been planted and then we could have taken a step. It felt like,
3: I was just like, why? I was a little confused. I'll say this in in rebuttal. I felt exactly how you felt um, on Saturday night. And then I, I went back and I listened to some of the promos between Roman and Jay, and even some with Jimmy standing right there leading up to this match. And Roman basically tells Jay, that your biggest hater out of everybody standing in this ring is Jimmy. That's Roman's thing throughout this feud. It came off as Roman being manipulative and uh, Roman trying to sow seeds of dissension. But Roman and Heyman both told Jay multiple times throughout the buildup that the one that he needs to be worried about is the one standing right by his side this whole time. And then when you look back and you think about, I know Brock and Cody was built as this big end to the trilogy, right? Brock, Cody, three. This was also Roman and Jay Uso part three also for the championship. and if you look back at the end of the first two matches, Jay is about to win and he loses because of Jimmy. the first match Roman is pummeling him um he doesn't want to quit. Jimmy hobbles down to the ring throws in the towel. the second match in a hell in a cell where Jay has to be the one to say I quit. Jimmy finds his way into the cell. Is being choked out by Roman. Jay quits to save Jimmy. This is the third match and also the third time that Jimmy has cost Jay the title. But also, this is with all the cards on the table with Jay saying that when you're gone, I rise up to these new heights. And Roman telling Jay, when you go up to those new heights, when I, as your wings, carry you up, Jimmy is the one that brings you down. And Jimmy did it yet again on Saturday night. So we'll see what he said on Friday to explain himself, but No, no, no.
1: You I I already knew though that you're 100% right that when when they go back and show it, it will look like a good story. Like it is, it has all those pieces. In the moment though, yeah, the yeah. Jimmy reveal, the Jimmy reveal wasn't that exciting. Like in the moment it felt like, okay, who else was it going to be? You know what I mean? It kind of felt like of course it was. And then I kind of, this story's been so nuanced that I was waiting for one other twist before it went straight to the super kick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It felt very on the nose. It felt very on the nose to me. Um, I feel and, like and again, Heyman listen, should have looked a little I'm bit more I'm sorry to grade it too. harshly, but we're talking about one of the greatest storylines of all time. So, you <laughs> guys, if we're going to sit there and break down every time it's great into a fine powder, I'm not going to sit there and when something else happens that I don't think is done as well,
3: just be like, it's also, just blow right by it. No, that could the have thing been a little, that I think could have been a little tighter. And that's the thing too. You're not saying it was horrible. It's like, it's usually a five and you get, it's usually no, an no, a, no, you're it was fine. It a, you're giving it a B plus. It's still good. <laughs> It's still good. Yeah, that
2: that that that's what I that's what I'd say.
1: But I do think we're in territory of uh, of needing to be careful here. This is going to be the most dangerous time for this story. But you were going to say you were going to say dip.
2: Yeah, I was just going to say, how could they possibly wait now to do the Jimmy and Jay match at WrestleMania? It's only it's seven months away. Still, here's the issue: I do I really don't want to see like four matches between the two of them. They should do one match. It should be at WrestleMania, and they should just build and build and build and build to the Blood Feud, Hell in a Cell, whatever the hell they want to do. But to now, th- like to have that be the rubber match, and like you know, do the Royal Rumble match, and do the this match, and this uh, the, do the November match. I, I don't want to see three matches. I want to see one match at WrestleMania, and that's that.
1: Well, I don't I'm think you will, have, but that obviously can't happen. Time timeline wise, that's not going to happen. I'll I say this: It'll I don't about it. It'll probably be one match in Pittsburgh in a month.
3: Oh, I don't you know. think it's going to be soon in one match? I don't know about that. I do not know about that. You're Let's think right. about this, right? Last year, Dom Mysterio turned on Ray when? At Clash of the Castle? That was in September. They did not touch mm-hmm. until WrestleMania. Technically, a week before WrestleMania. Technically, several weeks before that, because Dom kept putting the paws on Ray and Rey wouldn't, wouldn't hit him back. But the match... They held, they stretched that out from September to WrestleMania and added little bits and details. They sprinkled stuff in through the holidays. They were at Ray's house twice. Dom got arrested, became a whole new character. And they did all of that in that time where we thought, how do they stretch out this story? So I think not only is it possible, but they're capable of doing that yet again. Um, if it means saving the big blow off match between Jimmy and Jay uh, until if, WrestleMania. Not
1: if Romans, not if Romans hurt, it's not. How hurt is it? You know what I'm saying? How hurt? I don't know, but if, if Roman know. if if Roman is for some reason not of a, a, just to be clear, they have PLEs. There are PLEs in September, October, and November. I I don't know about December. I'm guessing there won't be. I'm guessing they're going to go Survivor Series to Rumble again. But either way, you're talking about early September, early October, late November paper uh, PLEs. And I'm not even mentioning uh, whenever there'll be a Saudi one in there in some time as well.
3: And they're going to India at some so, point, too. I think India might be one of those PLEs.
1: So, no, no, not one, it's not one of these three. That would be an additional thing if there's one, okay. if there's an India show. that's I'm talking about, like, I know my schedule. There's three domestic PLEs in the next few months. So, I would think Roman's not going to be on one or two of them to start out with. Like, Roman, my, Roman's probably not on the September show, no matter what. So... I tend to think that they will end up jumping right to this, which I I hope you're right, SGG. And I hope you're right, Dip. I hope it ends up being something where, and again, this goes back to why I didn't love the super kick. If they had planted the seeds, if Jimmy had just cost him a third time without super kicking him in the face, it would have allowed us the opportunity to really build this. How do you, you can't walk backwards from your brother super kicking you and costing you the title. You, there's, no. No, there's no, there's no coming down. back from this. There's no coming back. This is where we are. So I think they're going to get right to it. And I hope you're right though. Cause as we said on GP, when we had Jey Uso two years ago, this should be like a blood feud, WrestleMania, hell in a cell monstros.
3: I mean, that's what oh, we all would love to see. Almost three years ago, um, October, 2020. Wow. That is insane
2: that's
1: true
3: Prime right. pandem dude yeah
1: also we, we mentioned a i, very briefly them, that I but do want to just them. send out our best to uh live and and sonia the the so bummed out for both of them for their injuries That that is a, a, both of them but sonia i just like i'm hurting for because i know how excited she was to get that tag title and you know now she's going to be on the shelf for a while with an acl um Cody uh, and Brock have their match. Cody now gets the uh, the the respect from Brock Lesnar. Is it a story that totally makes sense? Uh, mm. I don't understand why Brock attacked Cody in the first place, and I don't understand why he likes him now. But I think it certainly serves a purpose in the Cody Rhodes arc, which somehow continues to be more and more mage. And I watched the Cody doc, which I thought they did a great job. Fantastic. Of. I tr- I truly went into that. D- I truly went into that doc and I'll be honest. I told both Cody and Brandy this, this weekend. I said, when your doc came out, uh, my first thought was, do I really need to see more about Cody Rhodes?
2: <laughs> and I'll <laughs> tell you what, it was fantastic. They, they told me stories I'd never heard before. I loved it. I watched it finally. I thought it was fantastic. It was very emotional. They, I get very emotional was, with the dusty stuff. Very emotional. I know. Me too. Very.
1: I, I agree. I've, i the dusty stuff hits you in the heart. There's no way around it. It was, it was awesome. Um, Go ahead, SGG.
3: And I was going to say, an artistic choice that they made too that I loved in the doc was Cody, like in that sandy room, uh, dare I say a dusty room, and then like going through and finding all the little relics of his career as he's told the story, like he found the mask and the different things. And then, to- and, like, that was the transition between his, uh, the moments in his career. I thought that was a- an interesting artistic touch, and I-, I-, I enjoyed it. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents
2: Pondering the Bagel with Tom.
1: Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft.
0: Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's Huzzah! A toast to breakfast.
1: Let's real quick just hit a couple of things from SummerSlam. Um, and then a, a couple of key things from last night. Obviously, we didn't even mention this. Um, La Knight had has his moment, and they made a point to say, La Knight has arrived. Yeah, um, yeah. I I love I love that they did it. Um, it SEG. Let's be honest, almost any other win that they would have went with would have been kind of a waste. It would have made it just a whatever. We had a battle royal. It was fun.
3: Yeah, in the no stakes battle royal, I think L.A. Knight was the was the best option. Right, uh, it's a no stakes battle royal. Which, by the way, that shouldn't even be a bad thing, right? Like, I mean, yeah, no stakes, no
1: stakes it up. But yeah, it, it becomes no stakes if if also just a random. like, if Sheamus had won, all due respect to Sheamus, it does nothing for him.
3: Yeah, I was afraid that Sheamus would win too. Actually, because I don't know if you remember. When Sheamus won that Royal Rumble a few years ago, um, I believe that was headed into WrestleMania 29, when he took the title off of Daniel Bryan. Yep. The the rumored winner was Chris Jericho, who ended up being, I think, runner-up and ended up getting the WWE Championship match against uh, Punk anyway. But the rumored winner was Chris Jericho, and because the rumors were out there, <laughs> they switched it to Sheamus. So when Sheamus and LA Knight ended up being the final two, I got a little bit of flashbacks. I was like, "Oh, oh God, they're gonna they're gonna do it again because everyone is expecting LA Knight," and instead they gave it to us. They gave us the LA Knight victory.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was cool. I, I really I popped. I think the crowd loved it. SGG, the, and now as of last night, it looks like we officially have a, a
3: story. Yeah. LA Knight versus The Miz. I mean, we said it to The Miz on this podcast. It feels like he's the litmus test for anybody coming in to see if they're ready for to hit another level. And there LA Knight is uh face to face against The Miz and what I think is going to be a highly entertaining feud because when they both have mics in their hands, they take you where you need to go. <laughs> no matter who's the Oh, There's no the reason
1: it shouldn't be fantastic. Like that there that this should be very entertaining.
3: Yeah, I I think it will be highly entertaining. Um, Just the banter and the the battles between those two on the mic. And then even when it gets into the ring, I think it's going to be really good.
1: By the way, I'd like to take credit for something that was said on WWE television last night. Please. You should take credit for everything that's said. Thank you. I don't know if you happened to catch uh, the Damian Priest Finn Balor backstage with J.D. McDonough. Yes, I did. And Finn said something. And then Damien, and then Damien responded, see that there? That's bochinche.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I did hear that.
1: That is from me Saturday night. I said something to Damien about bochinche. And he was like, oh man, I forgot about how good dope a word bochinche is. I need to use (laughs) it. It is a dope word. (laughs) It is a dope word. And so we had a good laugh on Saturday night. He was like, I'm about to use this on TV. And then I popped. Big when he gave us a nice big old bochinche. <laughs> for people who don't know, it's like Puerto Rican slang for gossip, and it's uh it's just a dope funny word. Um, all right, uh, back real quick to the card. Other things we may or uh, may have not hit. It was a uh, cash in. There was a there a was successful a cash successful
3: cash in. cash
1: in. It dips favorite EO Sky ends <laughs> up beating Bianca Belair. Now I have to admit that match is one that I was like moving around. I didn't see any of the triple threat. So
3: oh, you you might have missed the match of the night. It was that it was really good. It was very good. It was very good. Um Bianca, of course, pulls out the win. A gutsy performance gets injured in the match, has to be carried off, comes back, fights through the injury, wins the match, and then is ripe for the pickings. Uh for a fresh EOS guy to cash in, hit a finisher, take the win. And walk out with the with the women's championship. Now, is that all I wonder though, when you
1: do that, when you have the cash in and eight seconds after, does it do anything to like hurt the legacy of the match that was just before and the title win that was just before?
3: I don't think so because it was still an it's still an epic match, right? Um it was a it was still a high quality, highly entertaining great performance by the three women that they trusted to to have this performance. So I don't think the match is hurt at all. Like, it's still a, a win in the record books for Bianca Belair. And then at the end of the day, too, what what WWE is telling us, especially in this era, is that these matches are really just a backdrop for some really good storytelling. So if they, if, the only thing that can hurt the legacy of the match that it's had, that it's had is the storytelling and where they go um, beyond the match. And I think with Bianca being involved and with EO and Bailey being involved, they're in a position to do some really good storytelling with this title uh, and where they go that I don't think is going to hurt the legacy of the match. I think it's going to, uh, going to add to the legacy of the match.
1: Wow. Uh, the always positive SUJ, um, uh, so, uh, no cash in from Damian priest. And, <laughs> no, but Finn's face cashed in on, uh, <laughs> on the money to make me case. That's exactly right. And now, you know, Another day, another step towards problems for Finn and Damian Priest. Uh, Gunther beats Drew McIntyre. Uh, we talked about Chena and Ronda. Uh, Cody and Brock we mentioned. And, of course, Logan and Ricochet were great as we knew they would be. Um, Logan doesn't make any sense, man. Like It just
3: <laughs> it doesn't.
1: The things doesn't. he's capable of doing are just crazy. Now, SGG, did they call him uh, on the show? Did commentary use the phrase Hulk Logan?
3: Uh, no. They they said Hogan Paul, which was the name of the move that he did. The they called drop, it. They called it the Hogan Paul. Oh, uh,
1: oh no, babe! They called it Hogan Paul. Nah, bro. It's because uh, I said I said separately after seeing it. I was like, oh man, Hulk Logan. That's way better than Hogan Paul.
3: That, that it works both ways. I think Hulk Logan
1: is better. Hulk Logan I, makes – it sounds more – I don't know. <laughs> I hate that it works both ways, though. It really does. It does. Well, because his name rhymes with Hogan. Yeah. It but I, it's more It's more that he – you know what it is? He should just refer to himself as I'm the new Hulk Logan. I think him calling himself Hulk Logan. Not even Logan, the new
3: Hulk Logan. I'm superior I'm Hulk. to Hulk.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm superior. Hulk Logan. I'm, Hulk I'm Logan. superior. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's even better than it being the move. You could call the move Hogan Paul, but they called it that like it already had a name.
3: Well, no, Michael Cole said like Michael Cole alluded to, not even alluded. He mentioned Hulk Hogan that he's one of the all time greats, and then he when he did the move, he said he's calling that the Hogan Paul. Nah, it's Hulk Logan, bro. He's Hulk. I like the I like the idea. I like, we he had both. He can and was this Logan. was
1: this the was this the the split leg drop? Yeah, It was a split thing
3: right after the big boot. He hit the big boot. Hit the big hit boot, the and then he did the split leg drop. Yo, man, and then he, he and then he flexed and, and did the poses right, right into the hard cam, right into the hard cam.
1: He's he's so good. And then, man, you got to give Ricochet so much credit. That one spot, the 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 tornado DDT off the top rope where Ricochet caught Logan, and then Logan turned it into a tornado DDT. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching with Booker, and he was just like, man. You have no idea how much Ricochet just did there. It's the entire he does everything. He There's a lot of
3: spots sp- like that. That that Spanish flower where they landed on their feet outside the ring. I was just like Oh, that's I don't convenient. know how they still have their, their quads, ACLs, any ligaments no, they, in their they, legs.
1: I'm happy they were both okay because I was worried. Um, I okay, was wor- they might
3: as well have been sipping the Gatorade. It was that. E- it looked that easy for
1: them. I know, and I and I was just worried going into the match though that maybe they would do too much and like risk something. Um, but unfortunately, it all turned out. And last night on Raw, we end up ending the show. I mean, the biggest news is, um, well, I'm sure it was going to be the. I, I, we might as well just do an early Black Power rankings, SUG because it has to be. Hit the music.
3: Uh- black and I'm black y'all and I'm black y'all and I'm black y'all and I'm black and black and I'm black
1: y'all I'm looking black, 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 black blacker and black black I'm black and black yo
3: because i am black and I'm black I mean ask youG it has to be the return of the new day <laughs> Well, see we're gonna go you're gonna go return to the new day but I'm gonna go the the, the street profits finally oh. showed up with some Edge on Friday we didn't talk much about Smackdown but the street profits showed up and showed out with Bobby Lashley Angelo Dawkins has a clean fresh new look and uh we'll see what they end up doing but I think the the resurgence of some pretty amazing black tag teams is definitely the, the pick for the black power rankings new, yeah I, 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 I forgot all
1: about the street Profits showing up couldn't quite t- tell if they were supposed to be
3: bad or good it seemed like bad but then everyone <clears throat> was cheering Right, they boot, they beat up a heel team and a babyface team, so I think they can really go either way.
1: And and then and then Lashley comes out and everyone cheers. It was all it was all rather confusing, um, but also very cool. And I was just happy to see them do something new. Also, hey, I'll throw this in too to the Black Power. Let's just make it the Black Power rankings of tag teams. How about we also mention the maybe never done <clears throat> or very rare peaceful breakup of carmelo hayes yeah trick williams and trick williams who you just did not for some reason i was like it was so unique that even though it was nothing it was something they just shook (laughs) hands and agreed to no longer be tag team partners which doesn't mean by the way this is what i love about it it doesn't mean that there's never going to be a turn it leaves the door open to anything. They could stay friends forever. Great. You could never could, see them again in you the could same never, frame. <laughs> they could stay friends, but then come back around and have a you know baby face baby face feud. They could stay friends and come back around, and you think it's going to be a baby face baby face feud, and then one of them turns that. Like you mm-hmm. have so many different things you can do and trick, it was like very trick basic but it surprised me.
3: to be a challenger for carmelo even
1: that's trick, what i'm saying trick. and then when he gets there you could think oh they're gonna have this respectful thing and then it's not like they're just it so yeah let's show love to carmelo and trick the new day's return a kofi back in action of course um and then the street profits but um we were talking about monday night raw oh also the other piece not only the return of the New Day, but Shinsuke Nakamura now appears that he has turned and he will challenge Seth Rollins. He wants a piece of Seth Rollins, it looks like. They didn't give us a really clear idea, though, SGG. I thought they sort of made it through the the episode of Raw without having a set direction for Cody Rhodes, which, by the way, I'm fine with. Yeah, I am too. I don't need him to roll right
3: into the next story the next day. Right into the title picture the next day. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or that's. Cody Rhodes is a guy who, at this point, any storyline you put him in is going to be must-see and it's going to be mage and it's going to deliver in the ring. And that is unfortunately the position that he's in, is that that is the exact guy that you keep away from the title, right? Because when it's time to build a PLE, that gives you something else huge every time on the card.
1: They hinted it could be him and Dom, but it wasn't, it clearly wasn't defined as going to be him and Dom. Can you imagine if Cody
3: Rhodes shows up to NXT to challenge Dom, though?
1: <laughs> uh, well, you know what, SGG, that crossed my mind, I got to tell you. it That, like, crossed my mind in a not good way. <laughs> Why is I, that not good? Because I've already been a little iffy about the use of all these big talents on NXT. Like, I think it should be done somewhat sparingly. Like Dom and Rhea, I'm not going to lie, when they first showed up, I was like, nah, they're too big to even be in that room. And hilarious, by the way, I don't know if you saw this, a couple of weeks ago, they when when that match happened, Vic Joseph was like, um, I think it was at the Bash, and Vic Joseph's like, Damian Priest could cash in for the NXT. Oh, no, no. It was when they had a tag match on NXT versus Trick and Carmelo.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and Vic Joseph goes, uh... Uh, who knows, Damian Priest could tag in to go for Carmelo's NXT championship. And as if we share the same brain, Booker T just goes, no, why would he do that? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do have a little bit of that feeling, too. Like, now I think it's sort of cool that Dom has a title and he's walking around with the North American. But, like, I don't want to start seeing him, oh, wow, are you presenting me some sort of delicious mix of, what is this, babe? What is this? Ah.
0: Hey guys, did you miss me? What I made here is a wrap with honey mustard, monster cheese, honey turkey, lettuce, tomato, hard boiled eggs, and a little bit of smashed potatoes, Wow! and some jalapenos, because my baby likes it spicy, like me. (laughs) And um, some cucumbers on the side.
1: What, wow, babe? This is really interesting.
0: Oh, oh! And everything hot. So everything bagel hot sauce.
1: Oh, the, oh. the everything bagel hot sauce here too, plus some uh, cucumber on the side. Wow!
3: Classic heel setup move. It's not. It's not wrapped, but I'll allow it. No, it's it's not wrapped yet.
1: Babe, am I going to be able to wrap this? <laughs> I don't think so.
0: Come on, babe. Be a man. Be a man and wrap it like here.
1: Here. You know, see, up. there's the heel turn. That was quick. This is what you do. She's wrapping it right now. She's attempting to wrap it. Okay, I'm not going to eat it right now, though. So what are you take doing? a bite. I can't take a bite right now. I got you. I'll take okay. you one right after. Wow, thank you so much. Classic heel turn. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now... Yeah, so I just think you got, when when Cody and Dom had that moment and they were like, Damien's like, I'll tell you where Dom's going to be. He'll be, or, or maybe Dom said it, I don't remember. He's going to be on NXT on Tuesday. Where are you going to be? I was worried Cody was going to be like, I'm going to be on NXT. And I was about to be like, no, you're not. Okay, Cody? Right. <laughs> right. Not right. you. There, there are precisely at least, see, I would have included Rhea in this. But if, if I was to say there are two people who do not show up on NXT? It's Roman Reigns and Cody. They do not yeah, show is, up.
3: You're, de- you're never seen Roman in, in NXT. So I really
1: and but the thing is, Cody's the kind of guy who would. Yeah, and yeah. he shouldn't. Right?
3: he's no, no. But they so, would let him if he said he wanted to too. That's the other thing.
1: I don't know. Would they? I mean, maybe that maybe someone would have the same thought. I'm me, me and Booker seem to have. But but like uh it'll be interesting to see what they decide to do with Dom and this title.
3: Yeah. I mean, At least let, let him have it, it for a while. Yeah. he's—he, I feel like he is going to be champion for a while. And I think that when he loses the title, that's when we're going to start seeing Judgment Day fall apart and uh, everybody else start to to lose a little bit. But also, you didn't talk about another challenger emerging, uh, Chad Gable. He won the Oh, fatal my gosh. Four-way. How did I
1: mention Chad?
3: He won the Fatal 4-Way. He's going to be challenging Gunther at some point in the future. And I mean, let's be real, that match is going to bang. Like, that match is going to be good with a T, uh, as as Booker would do.
1: Now, we should say, last week we said, was there anything to Gable having that challenge with Gunther and winning? They're not winning, but surviving five minutes. And the answer was yes, there was something to that. Yeah. And by the way, Gable, I love that they used the Minnesota backdrop to boost him up, he was over like Rover at home last night. And now all of a sudden with the right night and the right booking, you can take Chad Gable. All of a sudden, you're like, wait a second. Is he about to finally
3: become Kurt Angle? He might. He might. And I really didn't see it coming. I really no, did not see it coming. Even I mean,
1: we e- knew it was in his DNA. Like, I think he's funny. He, yo, he is Kurt Angle. He is. He, he is. He's minus the gold medals, but he has the legitimate <laughs> hardcore wrestling background He's funny. He can He talk. is an Olympian. He is an Olympian. He's great in ring. He he really could be Kurt Angle. So I love that. That was, that was masterful. Last night, they used the home crowd to all of a sudden take Chad Gable to the next level. And I think that's really great news for, for all of us. Um, what was the last thing I wanted to say? Oh, we didn't mention. I didn't talk to you. Friday's show. Friday was me and Dip. Oh, yes. yes, and Dip had not yet, at that time, seen Dynamite. SGG, if you have not yet went back and watched the Max promo from last week, the I'm Your Scumbag promo, I you really got to go watch it, bro. Okay. You can't, you can't say, you can't play the game where you say, I watch
3: and I see the things if you don't see this. I did not see that. I did not you, see the promo. I saw the contract signing, and I think... You saw on social media that a contract was signed. I did. I think no. that there's going to be... I I hope that the, the scuttlebutt that there's going to be something to this contract signing is 100% correct. Because <laughs> Adam Cole definitely did not read that contract. He he took Max at his word and then just uh, put pen to paper. So whatever the stipulation is, whatever the fine print says, it's wrestling official. You you
1: uh, I really, really, really recommend... Spend a little bit of time with it. Uh, it's it's 10 minutes, and Max manages, right when you think he's about to go completely baby face, like almost too far, he hedges it so perfectly. You got to see. He's like, hey, listen, I'm still a scumbag, guys. You got to see it. It was really well done. That story has been really good. I'm telling you, the people, the, the Adam Cole people who thought this was beneath him at first, just admit you got a little pie in your face. This is turning into a great story for Adam Cole. And legitimately, no one knows who's going to turn. But at all in, right. something's going to happen at all in, one way or another. And it's the same thing we just talked about with the Trick Williams thing. Something's going to happen within the match that determine who, determines who goes where. And I'm 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 very curious to see it. And then they can have a rematch a week later at all out. Uh, all right. <laughs> We're not going to get to mailbag today, but what that means is... Is that Friday's mailbag? I am dedicating 100%, maybe not 100%, because if there are people who don't care, I don't want you not to tune in. We'll do 80%, some other things too. But we, SGG, we have so many emails about the Natalie heel turn, and they're written out so creatively.
3: I, uh, saw the, gonna, I read the one that you sent me.
1: <laughs> yo, people are really wild, and w- someone's gonna win a Varvado suit. And we'll go over on Friday. We'll do some other stuff. We'll cover all the news, but we also have to pick a winner and go through it. So, I would I, listen. If you have a submission that's absolutely insane, send it. If not, please leave me alone because we have so many, and I gotta. I'm gonna have to narrow it down before we even do the episode. Right? Because you're gonna have to pick like you. You can't read 700. I'm not reading. No, legit. We probably legit have a good 35, 40 long submissions. I can't do that. I'm going to have to narrow to like some number that makes sense, five to 10, and we'll break them down and then we can do some other stuff. So join us Friday. We'll do that. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. And of course, any other conversation you want to have, we're on the Discord as well. SUG, do me a favor, stay engaged. Take it easy, man. Enjoy yourself, Troy the Go Goy.
2: The corner
1: to my left, the majesty
2: sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg.
1: And then I went to makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together.
2: Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce Shout
3: out to that guy, Greg. Red Hart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. m m, m, m,